Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. This is Erica. And I'm Josh. And I love my coffee. With a splash of crime. Hey Erica, how are you? Doing well, how are you? I'm well, thanks. What's in our cup? Today I picked us up, I'm going to try to say it, but I might butcher it. Nutella Macchiato. Nutella Macchiato. It's basically a Nutella Macchiato, but they put Nutella and Macchiato together to make it a word. And then I tried to say it when I ordered it and I look like a moron. <laughs> And she had to say it, and then I tried to repeat that. Well, it wasn't good, <laughs> but um, it's bomb. If you guys live in Orange County or near Orange County, we got it from a place in Anaheim. It was at the Anaheim Packing District. It's basically like imagine an indoor swap meet, but it's all food and kind of hipsterish. Hella hipsterish. And Be- like cute little photo ops and stuff like that. Yes, they have tables with lemons. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's really cute. When life gives you lemons, you know what they say make margaritas. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. We went, we had a little adventure and got these little coffees. Of course, we had to try coffee. Oh, there. Of course, never fails. Even though we already had a coffee and then we just wanted a little coffee. <laughs> you can never go wrong with coffee. No. Like ever. Yeah. When in doubt, get a coffee. It's funny because Josh and I have already been sitting here talking for like an hour because we haven't seen each other in a couple of days. <laughs> it's been rough. We were, uh, I fucking missed you. <laughs> we were trying to catch up and then we're like, okay, let's record. Let's record. But one more thing. One more thing. But before, before we start recording. <laughs> yeah. And then we're just like, okay. And now I feel like there's nothing to talk about because we just talked. I still have so much more to talk about though. Don't you? I feel like I have so much more I mean about the to... like true crime. Yeah. But oh, I f- that too. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's other stuff too. I feel but, like I literally, how many days has it been? Oh. I think it's already been a week. It's been a full week. We never go a full week without seeing each other. And we haven't even talked on the phone. We've just, well, because we've been playing fucking phone tag. Yeah. I just came to bring you something at work. Yes. And that was it. But we've been at home. We've been super busy on projects. You've been busy. I've been going to the gym. It's been. Yeah. Literal. We just haven't talked to each other. So we're ready to bring you some conversation. I got my comedy for this one. No, I'm just kidding. This one's kind of serious. It was actually a request. When I saw it, it's about a five-year-old boy, which for those of you who don't know, I have a two-year-old boy. And then I saw videos of him like at his birthday blowing out his candles and stuff. And I was like, oh, he kind of reminds me of my little boy. Oh my God. I don't, I just, Hunter's birthday is coming up. Yeah. He's going to be two. So I just say he's two now. Because he's pretty much two. My birthday's coming up. I know. You're old. How many? June, how far is June 11th? I think. Th- it's like two weeks away. <laughs> no, three weeks. No, it's. Like two and a half. Oh, fuck. Okay. So Josh is going to be. 24. 24. Fuck me. I'm, I'm actually going back to 20. Don't fucking start that he's shit. He's in his mid-20s. <laughs> Instead of, he's not in his early 20s anymore. All right. You have a case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to jump into it. I'm not sure how long it's going to be, so. Let's just get started. In 1991, a five-year-old boy went missing from a carnival he was enjoying with his mother in New Jersey. As her stories began changing, the police wonder, was she telling the truth? This is the story of Timothy Wiltsey. Timothy, or Timmy Wiltsey, was born on August 9th, 1985. Did he not go by Tim? He didn't. He was five. Oh. Have you ever uh, called a five-year-old Tim? I, I don't. I don't know why. I don't. I don't. Hey, Tim, get over here. Hey, Tim. No, we're not riding the Ferris wheel. <laughs> Damn it, Tim. They're from Jersey, so 
to the, oh. the moms over there like, Tim, bring me a coffee. Tim, I'm not joking. I'm going to get your father. <laughs> Gotta get your father. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, pretty much, yeah. 1985. Please, so Leo? Yes. Is that what you put? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Look at me. I'm basically an astrological genius. We're just learning from all these cases. <laughs> he was born in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, to his father, George who at the time was 17, and his mother, Michelle, who was 16. So they were young. They were super young, yeah. And Michelle was from New Jersey, but she met George when she was visiting her brother in Iowa. I get like a really close kind of family. I don't know. When I hear it, I picture siblings. I think that it said that there was five of them, and I picture us. It seems like Throughout this whole thing, they're really looking out for each other and they're visiting each other and calling each other. It seems like, I don't know, they had a pretty good bond. Okay. She goes to visit her brother in Iowa and then meets somebody and gets knocked up. Okay. Which her parents were like, hell no, she's never coming to visit you again. I forget. My question, wait, so how old was she when she went to go visit her brother? 16. Wait, so she was living with her dad? I'm not sure who she was living with. I believe, I don't know. I don't know who she was living with. I think her parents and then went to go stay with the brother. It would have been Timmy's uncle. Okay. And so then six months after Timmy was born, Michelle ends up leaving George because he was being abusive in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so she ends up going home to New Jersey and cuts off all ties with George. Okay. Basically, anything that he would send his son Timmy, she would send it back and he never paid child support. I don't know if she wouldn't accept it or if he just didn't pay it. Mm-hmm. But he's completely not involved with Timmy after six months. When he's six months here. My, six my question, isn't that like old. kidnapping? Not if you allow it. He let, I think if you're not paying ch- child support and you don't have full custody, you don't have really control over it. They weren't married. They were both teenagers. He probably just didn't care that she took them. And she was like, I don't, I don't want your child support. And he was like, cool, sounds great. I'm just going to live my best life. I really don't know. He didn't fight for a son, obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's like, I'm 17, so I could just get money. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Michelle moves home, and she ends up living with her sister and brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like I said, it seems like a close family. And Michelle ends up dropping out of high school and starts working to take care of her son. She refused to accept government assistance. She didn't want to be on welfare, but instead she would work, and she would work really hard, sometimes even two jobs at a time. Mm-hmm. And when she really needed help financially, her father would help out. Okay. Michelle faced many of the challenges that single parents face. One of these challenges were childcare. Michelle's sister and brother-in-law would watch Timmy often, but they end up moving away in January of 1990, and Michelle had to pay sit start like she had to start paying your babysitter sitters to watch. I think at the beginning, her sister and brother-in-law would watch him, and sitters would watch him also. But mm-hmm. then once they moved, it was just sitters. But- And if she's working two jobs, that's a lot of sitters, you know? Yeah. Sometimes she would be late to work or she would have to bring Timmy to work with her. Mm -hmm. You know, if plans fell through or if something, if there was some sort of issue. Uh But later on, when asked what kind of mom she was, everyone says she was a hardworking mom. Friends and family also said that Timmy never went without. He was well taken care of. That's good. So he had clothes and shoes and dentist appointment, doctor's appointments, everything you could imagine he was taken care of. She gave him a good life. Exactly. Michelle was a very doting mom. Brushed his teeth. He wasn't neglected. Brushed his hair, gave him baths regularly, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
I'm glad you clarified because I was curious. Yeah. Because sometimes when you hear these cases, you're like, okay, did they not take care of their kids? Were they drug addict moms? Things like that. This is not the case with this mother. But even though she was having a hard time and obviously working two jobs and struggling, she still took him on camping trips and stuff like that, too. That's good. They did stuff. We like that. Exactly. Michelle, she ended up wanting to send Timmy to a private kindergarten. She sent him to his uncle's house, her other brother's house in Minnesota for two months. Minnesota. Minnesota. When he was four years old. Mm -hmm. So that she could save up to send him to this private school. That's good. And I feel like four is kind of young, but I feel like it's, I don't know, for me and my son and my family. I really like my son to spend time with his family on Mm -hmm. both sides. Yeah. I feel like some moms only want their kids to spend time on one side, mm-hmm. their side. But I think it's extremely important for them to have a relationship with those that want to be in his life. Uh-huh. Even for me, I want him to spend time at his grandma's, at his aunt's, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like you learn a lot from other family members. And I feel like it really teaches you to be more social and sometimes i feel like the older generations even though parenting is done so differently now and there are certainly choices that hunter's father and i you know are really adamant about values that are really important to us but i feel like some of the old ways of doing things even if joel and i might not do them that way it's something that his grandmother and grandfathers can teach him Mm -hmm. i feel like sending him to minnesota It's going to be a very different culture than New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And just being with his uncle over there is going to teach him things that since he doesn't have a father figure, it might teach him things that his mom isn't going to teach him. Exactly. Fishing, hunting, I don't know. Hot wearing a car. Yeah. Things people do in Minnesota, (laughs) I don't know. Ice fishing. What the fuck? (laughs) Not like in in Norway. No, it snows. It's like, yeah. It's like practically Norway. But it's not. That's why they're all the Norwegians are there. They're like, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's fucking it's home. snow. It's under ice all the time. That's... When they looked into Timmy's attendance, there were attendance issues at school. He ended up having, in that school year, 25 absence days and 63 late days. You know what I say, right? Better late than ever. <laughs> you know, never heard anything more true. I'm sure it's hard, her trying to get up and get ready for work and get her kid and, and all of that. And get him fed. So, Michelle did date these two men at two different periods when Timmy was young, but it didn't work out. It was hard for the men to take a stepfather role because they were also young. If she had Timmy when she was 16, when he was five years old. She was 20, 21. She was like 20, 21. These dudes would have been young as well, mm-hmm. possibly. Well, I mean, yeah, they were. They said that it was hard for them to take on a stepfather role so young. They're like my age. Yeah. And let me tell you, a bitch doesn't even feed himself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know? (laughs) A couple people did say that Michelle's parenting style was concerning. Even one of her ex-boyfriends said that one time the boy was bitten by a dog due to Michelle not paying attention. She left him unattended around a strange dog and he ended up getting bit. Uh-huh. She was just, who knows, maybe barbecuing, having a beer. She wasn't in the bedroom smoking crack or anything. You know what I mean? No, she yeah. just didn't pay as close of attention as she could have, I guess, is what people said, allegedly. Okay. Supposedly. Apparently. <laughs> allegedly. All the, all the A words. Michelle's brother's girlfriend was watching Timmy one time. Another brother. That How many he, brothers? Does... 
I think it was like five in total. <laughs> one in New Jersey. One in, one in New Jersey. Or maybe this was like before the other ones moved. I'm not sure, but okay. no, because that was the sister and the sister's boyfriend. So this is the brother's girlfriend. <laughs> this is fucking family. Okay. So she, she was watching Timmy and then a man shows up to pick up Timmy and the woman's like, okay, he's kind of freaked out by this man. He doesn't want to go with this man. So she talks to Michelle. She's like, he's not going with this weird dude. He doesn't want to go with him. Yeah. He doesn't know him like that. Uh-huh. Or he's scared of him or whatever it is. And Michelle's just like, no, he's going with him. Oh. And then the woman's like, no, no, no. I am not sending him. I'm not forcing him to go with a man he doesn't want to go with. Yeah. So Michelle shows up. She forces Timmy into the car. <laughs> She's like, like little shit. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And this man's name was Fred Bruno. Okay. Just so you know. Sounds like a restaurant owner. That's what I was thinking, too. Welcome to this week's... Well, New Jersey, he's Italiano. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm doing the hand thing. Oh. Hey, Mambo. A sexual <laughs> gesture towards me. <laughs> However you want to take it. It's like we're siblings, dude. Yeah. You know what they say. Incest is best. I came the whole family. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. No. But you don't swing that way. So. No, yeah. Hard pass. Okay. No thanks. Too freaky. <laughs> It's wrong on two levels. <laughs> on May 24th, 1991, Timmy was five years old. I was one year old, just so you know. Thanks. I don't want to make it about me, but Here I was one. Okay. I just want you to have a sense of time. Okay. 1991. So when you were younger. So let me just do a little envisioning. They just created. Sliced, I liked roller raids. Ro- sliced bread. Yes. I liked rollerblades, Sailor Moon, Ninja Turtles. So you were level one in life? Yeah, I was level one in life. Like I'm level 23 These right were my now. favorite things. You're level Ready? 56. Rollerblading, Sailor Moon, Ninja Turtles, Ninja Maple Turtles. Brown Sugar Oatmeal. Like every little boy during that time, he loved Ninja Turtles, which like I just mentioned, I also loved the Teenage Mutant oh my God. Ninja Turtles. You're really like, it's like what, bitch? Ninja Turtles. Wait, what was your favorite Ninja Turtle? All day, every day. Me? I don't want to tell you. Why? Because I like the grumpy one. Because <laughs> you're the fucking grumpy one. I don't know why. He was always my favorite. I mean, obviously, first favorite is going to be Raphael. Well, Raphael, he comes in a close tie with... Michelangelo. It's kind of hard because everybody likes Michelangelo the most. Well, yeah, because it's Michelangelo. Unless if you're super, super smart, then you like the purple one. Nerds then are doctors. you're going to like... It's Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello. What am I missing? I liked Raphael. The red one? Yeah. Me too. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if people really like him, but I always really liked him. I think he was for the older crowd. But I was like one. He was for the mature crowd. Yeah, probably. For sure. I think that's why I liked him. And then you're missing, did you say Leonardo? I did not say Leonardo. Yeah, Leonardo. Which, not my favorite. But I love them all, honestly. I don't know. It's really hard for me. I just wish I can replicate their pizza. You know the pizza? Anchovies? No, not that. They have anchovies on their pizza. No, bitch, not that part. You know the cheese when they like pull it? And anchovies. No, fucking bitch. I didn't say I want the anchovies. I'll make it for you. Don't worry. I'm Listen, Leonardo... (laughs) Is the blue one, Raphael the red one, Donatello the purple one, and Michelangelo the orange one. Michelangelo, so Michelangelo, the funny one, right? Uh, yeah, and he's oh, I always love him. No, I like him because he's the comedic relief. 
Yes, but I love Raphael because in my spirit, in my soul. He's just realistic. He's, I just relate so much. Same. I can't like, help it. Fuck, I can't help it. Um, but I'm not talking about the new Ninja Turtles. No. I'm talking about like OG shit. I don't know if I've ever watched the new Ninja Actually, Turtles. Actually, the, the old ones, like the movies are on Netflix. They so are. I've been like, keep trying to show it to Hunter and show it to Hunter and show it to Hunter. And he just like doesn't care. And I'm like, Hunter, seriously, if you don't get on board. <laughs> we're going to get rid of you. We're going to stop feeding you. Oh, my God. Like, I'm sorry. You kept your receipt, right? Take his, bath, take his ass back to the hospital. No, I didn't keep it. You didn't keep the fucking receipt? I didn't keep the receipt. Oh, my God. Did you at least get the five-year warranty? I did get the warranty. Okay, cool. Perfect. Okay, we're so. Chilling. He loves Ninja Turtles. I love Ninja Turtles. Every single kid, I don't care if you're a boy or a girl, but especially if you're a little boy, you love Ninja Turtles yeah. in 1991. Yes. Eat, sleep, Ninja. and drink Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So, I feel like I have that in common with Tim. Good old Timmy boy. Timothy. Timothy. Yes. There ended up being a Memorial Day carnival happening in the area that they lived in michelle she plans to take timmy and her niece who's a teenager i think they said she's like 14 or 16 okay and michelle she she 14 or 16 she's either 14 or she's 16 this is crucial because if she's 14 she's trying to win the stuffed animal if she's 16 she's She's trying trying to to get railed behind the nacho stand probably yeah i don't know (laughs) maybe both you know, maybe she, I don't know. I saw two different ages for her. I just, I need to know. Well, Michelle ends up talking to her sister on the phone. And she's like, hey, guess what? I'm going to take my son to the carnival. I'm going to take him later. And she's just kind of like, she basically says that they're in, she was in super good spirits and excited to go. And a neighbor saw them and confirmed that as well. Okay. So they're stoked. They're going. They're like, hell yeah. Tickets, please. They're like, why yeah. Why yeah. GTL. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, the day of the carnival, Michelle and Timmy, they leave the house at 11 a.m. Unfortunately, this was the last time Timmy was seen alive by anyone besides his mom. Mm -hmm. Michelle, she says that after they left the house at 11, they ended up playing kickball at a nearby park. They walk around the lake and then they go to a petting zoo. Instead of picking up Michelle's niece, Mm -hmm. Timmy's cousin, they ended up just planning to meet there at the carnival. Michelle and Timmy, they go straight to the carnival Without picking her up, Michelle says that Timmy and her arrived at 7 p.m. Okay. And Michelle ends up purchasing ride tickets and decided to go get a soda. She goes to get the soda and she leaves Timmy waiting by like a trailer, probably the drink trailer. Mm -hmm. Like here, wait right here. But she's watching him. She goes, she pays for her soda. She ends up paying with a $10 bill. And while she's waiting for her change, she turns around. Timmy's gone. Like quick. Uh Uh-huh. Boom, boom. He's gone. Uh-huh. And, you know, we actually have a lot of carnivals or fairs in our area. And I go to all of them. And I have since I was like 14. I go every year. We have two of them. Mm-hmm. I go to two a year. They have an extra one. They have a circus. I'm going. Yeah. Now that I have a son, I really like to take him also. If you go on a Friday when it's opening or the Sunday that it's closing, it's dead. If you go during the day, it's pretty quiet if you go at night sometimes it's so crowded you can't even walk yeah and it's very small like one light to another light on the main road Mm -hmm. or one park full Mm -hmm. and i could see as where it's like hard to walk that if somebody did grab him like it could happen quickly 
mm-hmm. but it's also such a small place that you see the same person multiple times. Yeah. And very close knit, you see family members that you know. You're going to see at least five of them. Not my family members, but my husband's family members. You're going to see people that you went to high school with. You're going to see all that. And so I just feel like you may, like, you're going to be seeing people. I don't know. I just wanted to say that. Because it kind of like, that's the idea I get. And maybe other people who have like similar situations might be able to picture this better. It was small. But did they live in like, it wasn't like the Orange County Fair. Well, I'm curious of what their town looked like. Um, because if their town was a town town, like most of those fairs that come to our area also travel within the U.S. And sometimes they'll just go to a big empty field. Yeah, I, that's what I understand. It's kind of like that. So, But small. But small. It's but not sh- like a venue. It probably would no, have been at like, it's like... all set up. They bring everything. Yes. But I'm just curious if there's lots of exit and entry points due to the fact of being in a field i could see it being and when you say trailer i actually didn't think of a soda trailer i thought like an electrical trailer across the way next to the trash can where people fucking go and workers come in and out or some shit she probably left him there being like nobody's gonna go in this area because it's not a high traffic area he's out of the way and i can see him from a distance yeah so i don't envision her leaving him like in a walkway yes exactly that's how i envisioned like it's it. where she could see him yeah but it was obviously close enough yes that she felt comfortable doing that kind of like if we went to the fair right here and let's say you were getting a drink or something and i stood off to the right and you know how they have like the trailers that don't have anything they're just literally like the generators yeah and a lot of times a four-year-old will possibly listen and wait there for at least five minutes. Yeah. Or be like, stay right here. Watch the fucking, the zipper ride. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be right here. I'm yeah. just going to go get a soda. Exactly. Yeah. So it's that kind of situation. The niece ends up arriving with a friend, which is also a babysitter of Timmy, Timmy's. Like a teen babysitter. Okay. They're the same age. 14, 16. Whatever it is. Yeah. They run into Michelle, but it's weird because she's alone. Where the fuck's Timmy? Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Hi, Michelle. Uh, I thought Tammy was coming. You know, they say later that she was kind of in a panic, but I don't, I don't really know. Michelle ends up saying that she lost Timmy and that she had already been searching for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. which if my kid was gone for 15 minutes, I'd be screaming to everybody like, oh yeah, I'd be losing my, my son. Did anybody see a little boy? Like, oh, I would be going to the first cop, police officer, security guard that I see. Mm-hmm. And making them shut that shit down. Yeah. Because the faster you have eyes. Yeah. The, the more... better chance you have of somebody seeing him. Yeah. And actually the last fair that we went to, there was a mom that lost track of her daughter. Uh-huh. And she was older. I think like eight. Uh-huh. And her and the dad were running around the entire place, like screaming, like, did you see a little girl in a dress? Did you see a little girl in a dress? It was actually the Smalley Festival. Oh yeah, And it's winter and there's a lot of exit points and back alleys that you can kind of just like slide off into. And I literally was panicked. I couldn't breathe. I had my son in the stroller. I'm trying to run around too, look for a little girl in a dress. And she just, she was there. She wandered off. Oh, thank fucking the Lord. I was fucking holding my breath right now. I had to fucking, I'm not even, it's not even happening right now. It wasn't even my kid. I was about to go check on Hunter sleeping. Yeah, like- literally it scared me so bad. 
fucking scares because me it was right like now. to the end of the museum where behind there it's like trains and stuff like that everyone's looking other parents are looking i'm trying to see if i see this little girl in a red dress if that same situation happens to me i would want people to help me you're like fucking especially as a single mom oh for sure because you don't have the dad that's helping you or i don't know i feel like joel's my rock and like my guide to be like okay you're freaking out for nothing we're gonna find him or whatever it is sometimes the bitch has to freak out but if joel's not around i'm freaking the fuck out i need my rock there to be yeah you know which if hunter was missing he would not be chill but but also keep in mind i don't know if we're the best people when i hear a kid goes missing maybe i'm just a little too too into true crime i'm just like oh bitch yeah me too i get i get scared they begin to help michelle they start searching too and then they ask an officer at the carnival i'm not sure if it's michelle that reaches out to the officer or if it's the girls Mm -hmm. but they reach out to an officer at the carnival and at this point it's eight o'clock so they had only been there for an hour Mm -hmm. he went missing around 7 45 okay if he had been missing 15 minutes at this point he's described as wearing a tank top shorts and sneakers with the teenage mutant ninja turtles on them okay and I just picture the ones from Payless with the lights on the bottom sometimes, mm-hmm. or sometimes they don't, but Payless had all the like character shoes. His shoes were also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Just his shoes. Okay. He was a tank top shorts and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shoes. Okay. And I, am, I already know which ones. Had the Velcro <laughs> on the top, too. Velcro straps. Across the top strap, it said Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. T-M-N-T? Back then... I believe it was, would have been spelt out. Okay. And then on the side, on the outer side of the shoe, it would have had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you have these shoes, to be honest? You know what? <laughs> I didn't have them, but every fucking boy in school, all the boys had this. Okay. It was that or they had Power Rangers. I'm sorry. Objection? Hearsay? Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'll redirect my question. Sorry. Too much Johnny Depp trial. Did you want them? I mean, I would have been down to wear them. I'm not going to lie. I was that girl. I love ninja stuff. Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, Three Ninjas, uh, Karate Kid, all of them. I even, I took karate as a young child because I was just like super into it. And also like my boy cousin that I hung out with all the time was really into it too. So you had to get better than him at karate. So we were just super into it. Okay. The other girls I knew weren't as cool as me. Suck the suck. Yeah. Also loved Spice Girls at this time. Tell me what you want. What so you it's really, like a really mix really between want. you and Ninja Turtles. Really, really <laughs> Those are my two things. Okay. I'm making it about me. Okay. So. Objection. Calls for speculation. <laughs> <laughs> the carnival is immediately stopped. Police officers, firefighters, trained dogs, and volunteers start searching the area. They bring out the big guns. They search the surrounding area. They're like, okay, you know, maybe he wandered off. I guess there was like some little bodies of water that could have. Maybe he fell in or I don't know. They start looking. No sign of him. They're like, what the fuck? weird wait is this an unsolved mystery i mean kind of not really no i mean it is but it's not i went over this in a previous podcast if i don't know it's an unsolved case before i fucking start i get irritated at the end so i need you to be honest with me i mean it's not it's been solved it's it's your opinion it's solved really because i'm starting to sound like it's unsolved (laughs) i'm pretty fucking confused I'm not sure if it's solved. You're fucking confused. I'm fucking confused. You're confused. I'm fucking confused. God damn it, Rue. I mean, it was solved and then it wasn't. And now it kind of is, but it's not. So it's not solved. I mean, it is. 
Am I going to have an answer at the end of this? Yes. Okay. Okay. It doesn't seem to people like Michelle would want to hurt Timmy. They start looking into the mom. Obviously, she's the last one that saw him. Right before the carnival, she ended up purchasing his kindergarten graduation gown, new clothes. The Ninja Turtle sneakers were brand new that he wore that day. That's why he was taken. He's like, bitch, I'm putting them on now. That's why he was taken. Why? He had brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shoes. They were like, I want these shoes. Yeah. The police end up searching Michelle's car. They don't find anything. And then in the following days, carnival workers end up being questioned. I don't know how much you could trust a carny. You can't. But people at the carnival that day, they say that they saw a boy that matched his description. But it's kind of weird because there would have probably been multiple boys that dressed the same and wore Teenage Mutant Ninja shoes. Mm-hmm. Ninja Turtle shoes. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would have been a rare thing. I think every kid that went to that Payless had those damn shoes. It's like asking, like on a hot day, be like, you've seen somebody in shorts? They're like, fucking everyone's in shorts. Exactly. Yeah, that's, to me, also you can't really trust what people see. Eyewitness statements are very unreliable. That's true. Does not mean that it was him at all. A second search includes Michelle's car, trash, and apartment. At this point, they find nothing. But Michelle's behavior is becoming suspicious, and it's encouraging law enforcement to zone in on her as a suspect. I'll tell you why it's suspicious later, but they're zoning in on her. They're at the house like, oh, we're questioning you. And then they start kind of like attacking her a little bit. Then one of the cops is kind of weirded out because she's fixing the banister. And they're like, hmm, that's kind of suspicious. And they're Mm -hmm. like, why are you fixing the banister right now? Your son's missing. And she's just like, well... Needed fixing. I'm not sure if this was at this point in the story. I'm not sure where the banister part. I try to enter it into my story. It might have been later on that they saw the banister. At some point, they were questioning her. And they were like, why are you fixing it? And she was like, it needs to be fixed. Yeah. And they're like, okay, that's fucking weird. Okay, I'm going to bring up something real fast. I'm sorry. I just keep going into a side story. But do you think she was acting odd? Because as a single mother with a child, your entire life is fixated on... You and this child. You are trying to do everything in your power to make sure this kid has food and clothes and is well cared for and babysitting and childcare and all that. Do do you think she just went crazy because she didn't have her son? Do you get what I'm saying? So uh, I'm going to get more into the behavior that's weird. I get what you're saying, but it wasn't like she was acting crazy, like losing her shit. It was like the opposite of that. And that's what was weird. Or like being too chill about it. Okay. No, you know what I, I mean? I can't help you there. But the thing is, you're asking other people, and depending on who you ask, they're giving telling you different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right after he goes missing, an officer ends up taking her to her boyfriend's bar to tell him. And that officer said she was like visibly upset that her son was missing. Mm-hmm. But then cops at the scene thought it was kind. she was acting kind of weird, too reserved. Okay. Which I'm a very reserved person. And I think people who, you know, went through a lot of trauma in their life sometimes can hold it together a little bit better. Well, and some people go into like problem solving mode. Yeah, but it could be shock. It could be, you know, you're going to show your emotions when you get home. You don't show your emotions. It could be different things. And you never really know how you're going to act when you're going through something, you know, grief. You could be trying to stay positive. He's going to show up. You never really know what it could be. Michelle's version of events ends up changing multiple times. And that's what's really weird. Mm -hmm. One time she says that she believes Timmy was taken by kidnappers and that she would receive a phone call from them in one month's time. Then Timmy would be reappearing which is they're like what the fuck what are you talking about yeah like doesn't make any sense 
They had done two different lie detector tests and she failed both of them. She f- oh, those things aren't really reliable either. Though. Which aren't reliable. Exactly. And it's not admissible in court. Honestly, I don't she even understand the point of them. That she didn't mention the kidnappers before because she didn't want them to hurt Timmy. Like ransom. What, what the fuck did they want? Sounds to me like a month's time sounds like ransom, but I didn't see the word ransom. Okay. I just bring them back in a month. They borrowed them. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so like, like we need you not you aren't getting welfare. You aren't getting them food stamps. So I'm gonna need to borrow your boy Tim, and your boy's gonna just do some shit. I'm gonna get it for him, and then I'll return him. Yeah, or something. I, I don't know. just want my bills paid. So none of the searches of Michelle's stuff, car garage apartment whatever nothing shows anything there's nothing how, but like how the fuck are you even supposed to find anything because obviously his dna and hers dna is going to be in everything exactly well they're not seeing anybody else's dna there's nothing there's just, no yeah. blood okay no pulled out hair fibers no burnt anything it's you know you can find like, different evidence yeah, that you're right, you're right, right. they don't see anything this suspicious bleach cleaning blood all right. nothing nothing right, there's right, nothing right, right. Oh, we, we so, get it we get it you're the investigator well fuck i'm just letting you know you're fucking yelling at me god damn i'm sorry i get it okay i'm sorry <laughs> god damn i hadn't thought of that the wheels are turning just slowly statements they're not really giving them any clues as to where they could find him her statements are fucking weird you know when they were asking people at the carnival if they had seen the boy, Timmy, one man ends up actually calling in to police to be like, hey, just to let you know, my son was there and he matches that description. Ooh. So it's possible. That's awkward. That these people weren't, they, they could have been seeing my son. You know what I mean? Like, just so you guys know. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. He had on his tank top, his fucking shorts, TMNT, and his fucking, fucking Skechers. Skechers. <laughs> Um, I'm fucked if I ever I I dress so basic that's what I'm saying oh a white guy in all black you'd be like mom shop at the same place I see kids all the time wearing the same clothes as Hunter we went to Chuck E. Cheese Hunter and this kid both have the same shirt on they both had a red hot chili pepper shirt on from Target the tan one that every toddler has okay just so you know to identify me if you need to identify my body based off clothing always if the jeans are under a hundred dollars it's not me okay perfect So, of 1991, months after Timmy's disappearance, a man walking near the Raritan Center in Edison found a child's Ninja Turtle left shoe. He had a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I feel like as a parent, you pay attention to stuff. And so, the story really stuck with him because he got scared. You know, he had a son, too. And he, like, specifically remembered on the news or wherever he heard about this Ninja Turtle sneaker. So when he saw it, I guess like him and a friend had gone to this Raritan Center. I don't know what that is, but I think it's like a staple center or like a... Civic Center? Like a center, like for conventions. Like a Civic Center? Yeah. Basically, they had gone to some sort of convention. I think Mm -hmm. he said it was like a hunting convention or fishing or... I don't know. They went to a convention. They finished the convention and they decided to walk along because to look for wild little creatures you know there's stuff around there they knew that they could find like lizard snakes these fucking are they dads do they watch fucking discover okay fucking discovery channel yeah, dads they're okay. discovery channel dads yeah he sees the sneaker and he's like hmm remember that boy the sneaker so he calls in and he turns the sneaker into the police because he's concerned and when the police show the sneaker to michelle she's like nope not timmy's but right after timmy had gone missing they asked her for the shoebox of the ninja turtle sneakers so that they have the 
size and the serial number. I don't know if it's a serial number. Model number? Model. I think there's model number. Yeah. For each, like, individual shoe has a different number. Because the model would be, like, the overall model. The way they're, like, item numbers. Yeah, like an item number. That's what it would have been. Yeah. The police end up matching the shoe to the shoe box that she provided. They're like, yeah, it's Timmy's. What the fuck? She's like, no, 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 not Timmy's, which is kind of weird. Like, she didn't recognize his shoe. And then they try to match it with other shoes that he owned to see if the wear pattern would be the same. But they're new shoes. It's kind of hard. Uh, Well, maybe that's why she couldn't remember. Maybe. But for her to just dismiss it? Yeah. I mean, it's possible that when they were shopping for the shoes, there were two different types. And they ended up going with one type. And then she's like, fuck, I don't remember which one we got. I think it was purple, you know? Well, my just whole confusion would be, it could be, but to just be like, no, it's not his. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. The police end up finding out that Michelle worked at a building near where the sneaker was found. She worked, I believe, at the Raritan Center at some point. Okay. Before Timmy went missing, but was no longer working there. And she withheld that information. Before he went missing, she worked there like a couple months before. And then she stopped working there. Then in April 1992, they ended up holding a more extensive search. Mm-hmm. They're looking for more things. And during the search, investigators found that other Ninja Turtle sneaker, a pillowcase, 11 bones from a child, a balloon and a blanket and every a Ninja Turtle balloon. Mm-hmm. And everything's really spread out. And they believe that that's the reason they only found 11 bones. They believe it's because the water right there at some point like because of weather it flooded okay and then when it returned stuff got spread out but when they informed michelle that you know they found timmy they said that she didn't really show any emotion Mm -hmm. there was no trace evidence found on the blanket or pillowcase that was found with timmy's roommate they could not tie michelle to the murder due to the lack of evidence so Uh like there's nothing saying that anything happened because the medical examiner was not able to determine the cause of death due to decomposition, but confirmed that the manner of death was homicide. Mm -hmm. It was said that at Timmy's funeral, she wasn't really acting sad, but people close to her said that she was super sad. They had to like help her walk into there because she was so distraught. She could barely walk. She was crying and stuff like that. And then she was like, so beside herself, didn't know what to do with herself. Her family came, they were with her at her house after they said that the media was outside. They had to go in the back to try and hide from them. People were trying to climb over the fence to see her like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that she was obviously going through a lot. And so I don't know if it was at this time that they were like really drilling her, the police. And that's when they saw the banister or if it was after he had gone missing. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like a shit show. Yeah. But nothing really comes of it. Michelle, she ends up moving out of state. Then in September 1994, so Michelle's now 26, Michelle claims that she was taken by two federal agents at gunpoint. She said that they were asking her to cooperate in an investigation of a former police officer that was suspected of harassing her and that they ended up releasing her in Detroit and she falsified the FBI stamp from a business card that she previously had to make it look like a business card. Like they left a note or a card at her door to try to prove that she was being threatened by them or something. But it was completely, everything was made up. She admits that she took a bus to Detroit and pled guilty to federal charges for false statements. Then in March 1995, she's sentenced to a house arrest for six months. Oh, 
for this. Okay. And Timmy's case, you know, it's still cold. It's reopened in June 2011. This new detective comes in. He's trying to figure it out. He's like, okay, if we could link the blanket or the pillowcase or the balloon or something to Michelle in any way, that would be super useful evidence and it's something we could use that would be linking the it stuff that was with him. At this exactly. Point. At this point, Michelle, you know, she already moved. She had two children. Oh, sorry. Not circumstantial. Speculation. Yeah. Yeah. She, I know what you meant. That's why I was just like, yeah, yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> I was like, that's not the right word. She moves. She has two children. She's working. She bought a home. That sergeant that was working on the case, he ends up talking to Michelle's estranged niece. I'm not sure if it's the same one that was at the carnival but i don't think it was Mm -hmm. it was another niece jennifer and shows her the blanket found with timmy and even though it was 20 years earlier at this point it's 20 years later that this case is reopened they're looking at this blanket and the niece is like basically yeah it was it came from michelle's apartment it's just a blue blanket plain basic basic she's like yep that was michelle's fuck you wouldn't remember it's not like the ones that mom kept since i was little it's like Minnie mouse on it it's literally just a blue blanket it could have came from anybody's house what the fuck? and then he's just like yeah no definitely it was her she's like pissed at her she's like fuck that bitch it was her blanket like kind of fuck that bitch it's hers two former babysitters also identified the blanket as coming from michelle's house did you see a picture of this blanket yeah it's just a blue blanket light blue just a plain blanket no pattern no texture really like it's not a clear crochet pattern or anything like that and there's no photos of the blanket nobody has pictures of it being in her house yeah it's not like on the back of the couch while timmy's playing or something you know yeah so they just have all these witnesses saying it's her blanket yeah which is like the biggest part of the trial oh okay so we're just gonna just that's the only evidence eyewitness testimonies never let us down before exactly along with other statements about michelle's behavior after timmy disappeared the location obviously was talked about and that she worked in the area that they went over that in trial the state's theory is that timmy was never at the carnival that basically she had killed him before and because nobody could prove that she was there at the carnival with timmy but a witness said that she did see michelle at the carnival alone but then there was witnesses saying that they seen her with a boy matching timmy's description but if she just walked behind a boy that boy yeah and then also there was a worker at the carnival that was like yeah this boy was on the ride that i was working but it could have been a different boy you never really know interesting i'm gonna go a little like more into detail about her stories as she told okay because this is a main reason why she was a suspect okay i'm curious to see what she has to say because this is so out of whack i'm just like bro exactly so during trial michelle told variations of her story First, she told the the soda story. Okay. When she was interviewed on the 6th of June, so right after he went missing, Michelle stated that Timmy had been taken by two men and that basically she put him on the ride. And you know how when everyone gets off a ride, they go out the exit together? Yeah. That two men grabbed him. And so she's not there. She's off on the side. Uh Uh-huh. They grab him and they take him and they disappear. She doesn't know where Timmy is. He gets off the ride. He's gone. Someone grabs him testimony that like one of her stories well this was on the trial right they go over it during trial but this was one of the things that she had told the investigators in the beginning okay all this is what she told the investigators 20 years prior because remember the trials 20 years later okay she's asked why she didn't scream for help and she ends up saying that a man or one of the men i guess had timmy and the other one came up to her and pulled a knife on her and threatened to hurt timmy if she said anything which just sounds fucking you're at a carnival Someone's going to see you. 
pull out a knife on anybody. It just doesn't make any sense. But then she immediately told 15 minutes later. Yeah, so I'm like, I really don't know. Yeah. Okay. We're, so yeah, we trust that. She was afraid that the other man had a knife on Timmy. That guy had a knife on her. And if she screamed, he wouldn't only hurt her, but they would also hurt Timmy in so the middle of this fucking... Timmy in the jugular in the middle of the carnival. And then <laughs> they're just going to... It doesn't make any sense. They're going to go to the ticket booth. They're going to get ticket for 10 and then go ride ride full of blood. Cool. Makes yeah, sense. it just doesn't make any sense. You would get caught. There's so many police in those in those fairs and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Then she ends up telling a story about a couple going to the car with them to get money. So that she, there was like a couple and a kid. And they go to the car to get money. They all meet up. They're all together. They make friends. I don't really know. And then they pull out a knife and they take Timmy and drive away. What the f- Fuck. Doesn't make any sense. They're not even kind of close to each other. No. And then she tells a story about when she went to go get soda, that basically she ran into a girl that she knew, but didn't know her well, but she used to like cash her checks at the bank she worked at. Okay. And so she knew her as a customer. And then Timmy wanted a ride. A ride. Michelle had to go get a soda. She ends up leaving her with this lady. She's like, oh, I'll watch him while you go grab a soda. And she's like, oh, okay, I kind of know you. Sounds great. And leaves him. Then the lady's watching him ride a ride. She gets the soda. She comes back. And they're gone. And that this woman was like a go-go dancer. And this is not. And then she pulled a knife on the officer. (laughs) And then the knife, the officer shot them all. And then everybody was dead. Basically, like it's just the most random stories. (laughs) And her name's Ellen. She's like, Ellen, the go-go dancer, took Timmy. And then they're looking for Ellen. They never find anybody named Ellen. Okay, so Ellen DeGeneres is there. She's stealing Timothy's left and right. Had your kids, had your wife. Like, Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But I just don't understand. There's no consistency with any of the stories. It's not like, yeah, there was like this person. Like the only consistency between two stories is the knife. Yeah. But they're completely different stories. So I'm like, did she fucking stab Timmy? What what does this have to do with That's what I'm trying to say. You know how like people say stuff like It's so weird, you know? What the fuck? And so they're saying that in trial they say that her motive was basically a financial and emotional struggle with having a child and being like an only mom. But then the defense is like, the fuck. (laughs) Like all moms have are struggle when they're an only mom, you know. Literally calls for speculation. Yeah, so it's like... Sorry, yeah, too, much, it's too much trial. Too much trial. The defense's main witness ends up being a man that claims his cellmate in prison had confessed to Timmy's murder. He comes up, he's like, my cellmate confessed to Timmy's murder. This story is so bizarre. Yeah, I know. I it's crazy. Like, like, like a dream or something. Like, it's just out of nowhere. Did we take switches. Molly before we started this? What the fuck? Dude... You drop E in our coffee? Like. <laughs> Listen, he says that that guy in prison told him everything, gave him a ton of details. They're in prison for 20 years. They get out of prison and he's like, fuck, I got to research this shit. I think he did it. Like, it's stuck in his head. He ends up doing all the, re- like, researching online and everything. I was looking on the internet. <laughs> and I got a virus. It's a virus. No, mom, I deleted the virus. Fucking noise, dude. Okay, so he believes that, you know, the story's true. And so he researches and he's shocked by the similarities. And he goes to the police, like, he told me this and it's true. Which maybe the cellmate had read the details and then told him this. Or homeboy did some weird shit. And then homeboy was like, nah, if I tell him I was stealing from tax evasion, from doing this, tell him I'm a pussy, I was just going to tell him I killed a kid. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So they, in the one being accused, and he denies everything. 
Surprise, surprise. He's like, wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking How about. Testi- in me. Yeah. yeah. The testimony ends up not convincing the jury. They're like, okay. Well, okay. my ass ain't convinced either. So. Yeah, exactly. In May 2016. Okay. Michelle was found guilty of killing her five-year-old son, Timmy, 25 years earlier. She's sentenced to 30 years. Okay. On the stand, they had also brought in her ex-boyfriend, the one that was, like, suspicious in the beginning, Bruno. Uh-huh. Whatever. And he, he's like, no, didn't kill Timmy. Because they thought maybe somebody had mentioned that girlfriend was like, maybe Bruno killed him. Okay. So he was in there like, no. Like, maybe he was in the way of him being with her, the mom type of thing. What the fuck? This case reminds me a lot of the Casey Anthony case. You know, it's a mixture of Casey Anthony and of Amber Heard and tell her testimony. I've watched so much of the trial. I'm so sorry. That's all like, I it's just made up of. random bullshit. Have you seen any of it? Yeah, it's I've seen all of it, pretty much. She's like, I love... This is a total side story. I love when she's like, so you're telling me you've never assaulted one of your partners. She's like, no, I have not. That is correct. And then they're like, there's witnesses and police statements saying that they seen it. Plus there was a bunch of shit. And she's like, that was Johnny's team. Like, what the fuck? They publicized it or whatever, yeah. They called it the, sh- the smear TMZ, campaign. this is not... It's just weird. I was just like, bitch. She's making up all this shit. Something's off. Have you seen, like, <laughs> all the comments? And it's just like, they're saying she has a split personality, and she's like, that's not me, that was Patricia. Like, <laughs> saying, like... That was not me, that was Patricia. Like, her alter ego or something. I can't, dude. I was, like, cracking up. I, have you seen that the Jason Momoa thing? Yeah. <laughs> they like pretended like he was on a TV. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> it's such a shit show. I can't stop watching. I love it so much. Okay, <laughs> defense appeals the decision to the Supreme Court. They're like, bitch. There's no evidence. The there's no cause of death. Went to the Supreme Court. Yeah, no evidence, no cause of death, and she got guilty. That that's crazy because Objection. you have Call to have evidence. There's no evidence really <laughs> besides like witness testimonies, which is so unreliable. Yes. Okay, so this, I'm just, why hasn't, I'm just, I can't even, there's, I can't, I, I can't even talk because I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, exactly. And I'm like, okay, what screams guilty to me isn't all the statements, kind of the statements, <laughs> but the statements. fact that like her niece shows up and she's just walking through the carnival, carnival 15 minutes later and her son's missing and she's like, fuck, I'm kind of worried Timmy's missing for 15 minutes. That just screams to me like. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, bitch, what, what, are, what were you doing? I'd How be long fucking, was the I'd soda be, line? She's like, I'm going to finish my soda and then I'll look for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm thirsty. <laughs> no, like, I'd be running, I'd be screaming. I'd be out. crying. My makeup would be, like, down to my boobs. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, there's no proof of homicide. There's no proof that he was even it's killed. literally all speculation. Because everything was, like, too decomposed. It's all speculation. Exactly. And so... Were they even able to identify that it was his body? Like, yes. 100%? Yes. Was there DNA? I don't know. I just know that they said it was him. It was him, 100%. Interesting. There's a three to three tie on whether to uphold the charges, but the chief of justice had recused himself due to a connection in the investigation. Legally, the verdict would be upheld, which means she's still guilty, for those who don't understand. Yeah, I was like, bitch. The attorneys resume to court to argue that her case should be heard by the seven justices, which it was. Mm-hmm. The results were that there was a lack of evidence. Michelle was freed after seven years of being incarcerated, and the murder conviction was overturned due to lack of evidence, lack of motive, 
and like no proof. Did she see the fuck out of him? I'm not sure, but. Because with all due respect, that's what I would have done. I kind of feel like the whole thing's weird and I can't decide if she's guilty or not. I think she did it, but I kind of don't because she was like a loving, caring mom, blah, blah, blah. This isn't that. What if she's just dumb? Like I just physically like I cannot picture a mom killing their child. Like it mm-hmm. happens, but I'm just like, like some moms for sure. I, I see him and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, she would. Like when we were at fucking Disneyland? Like there's, yeah. I can see that bitch just fucking snapping. I could too. Okay, side story. On top of our side story. On top of our side story. On top of our side story. Basically what happened was Erica and I were... um At Coke Corner. No, we were not. That Disneyland. We were by the Jolly Holiday because Coke Corner is a little out of the way. No, we were at Coke Corner. Coke, Coke Corner is here. Jolly Holiday is here. We had to go up the stairs. I'm trying to remember. We were at Jolly Holiday. Don't fuck. We're at the border of Jolly Holiday and okay. Coke Corner. So we're in California at Disneyland. Yes. And Erica and I are we're splitting. Pretzel, yes, we're splitting a jalapeno cheese pretzel. Which is basically a pretzel filled with pepper jack cheese. It's fucking fire. They only sell it at Coke Corner. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Even Hunter's eating it. Yeah, 10 out of 10. He's like, hell yeah, this shit slaps. He's like, yes, this shit is out of pocket. I'm for it. Yes, he's excited. Mm-hmm. we're just enjoying our day we're happy when we go places we're not like those grumpy vacationers or grumpy disneyland we only go for three hours so you don't even have time to get grumpy no we're like, pass holders we just go three hours we're out dip. Like, yeah we don't even stay for the fireworks because we've seen them a million times we only ride one ride we get a snack and dip and we leave <laughs> sometimes a drink like that's it cruise star wars land decide that it's really cool uh say pound chewbacca but this bump chewbacca <laughs> pound chewbacca <laughs> just, just met, this bump, sorry this bump chewbacca and, and then, then we're dip. out yeah like, then we're like oh man i'm to back to the fucking dram yes and what did she say her son i think he just figured out that he could like stick his tongue out and he's like seven and she's like Loud. She doesn't even give a fuck who hears. She, she did she, not. Stick your tongue out one more time and I'm going to cut it off. <laughs> Erica and I just looked at each other out of fear. I was scared and it wasn't even my tongue she was trying to cut off. <laughs> Honestly, she probably would have cut off our tongue too. If my mom talked to me like that. Fucking shit my pants. And she said it seriously. She was about to murder him. She was I always pissed. see moms grumpy as fuck at Coke Corner. Am I the only one? <laughs> yeah, it's called Bitch Corner. <laughs> it's literally the Bitch Corner. It's like the Karen Corner. <laughs> the Karen Corner of Disney. But I only go there because the jalapeno cheese pretzel. Oh, but then again, and I the probably... toffee squares. No, they don't sell the toffee squares anymore. You have to go fucking down to the candy shop, and you have to spend fourteen ninety nine. So they used to be six ninety nine, but now you have to go down the fucking way and spend fourteen ninety nine for the big ass pack. Which it's fine; it's only money. But obviously, I'm still gonna buy it every time. But that's not the point. But we don't buy it every time now. No. Oh, well, I bought it that one time, and then we haven't gone really. Yeah, that's true. Because we can't get reservations. And we're busy. Thanks a lot, Walter Disney. Walter didn't do it. It's fucking... He would never do that. It's fucking Bill. Fucking Bob. Bob. <laughs> that fucking Disney dick. Disney's going to sue us now. Fucking do it. Oh, what rich, are we going to say? Okay. Actually, bitches can't say shit. They're getting sued. I just can't decide right. if this lady killed her son. If he, if she did, it would have to be like a mental illness situation because she obviously is making up fucking stories. Can I have a theory? But it could be, it could, like, I, I saw one thing like, okay, are the police twisting stories to just get a guilty, like, motive? 
when kids go missing, people are freaked out and they want to just close the case. Yes, because they don't want to. And sometimes inter- in interrogation, things do get twisted. To bring it to trial, though, like but that. But the stories are so different. I'm like, you can't make that shit up. Well, apparently she did. But then that federal agent thing, I'm like, what the fuck? Why? But then she admitted to it. Yeah. So she's so obviously she's like a pathological a liar. Yeah. You don't just copy the fucking seal. The, <laughs> the FBI you don't copy fucking... anything. Like no, at all. But you especially don't do that. It's a fucking FBI. You thought you were going to outsmart the FBI? <laughs> like, bitch. We fucking figure. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, thank you for that story. It was a roller coaster of events. Yeah. So that one was a request. It was a little hard for me to get through because I'm a boy mom. Who requested it? Heather. Thank you, Heather, for the request. We appreciate. Requests. Requests. I was going to say the feedback. And I know that there was like a dateline. That's how she saw it, and she wanted to hear us tell it. I would recommend checking out the Dateline. I didn't use it as a source because... That's Dateline? Yeah. You're not going to just put all the same details from Dateline. Like, surprise. Be like, I like I just Coffee went out. Coffee with a splash of Dateline? Yeah. I just outsourced. <laughs> well, and we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for everybody who's listening. Please like us. Hit us up on Instagram. Rate, subscribe, do all the things, hang out with us, tell us your stories. Do you think Michelle's guilty? Yeah, let us know in the comments. After your Reddit rabbit hole, hit us up and let us know. Also, give us coffee recommendations. Yes, please. I I, I need something different. I'm getting bored. Yeah, me too. All right, bye. Bye.